to another episode of Peter Party, the podcast. I'm Ali and I'm here with Daisy. Hi, Daisy. Hi. Um, we are doing a pretty fun episode today. If anyone hasn't seen on Daisy's Instagram, she does a segment. Is it weekly? Segment? Yeah, weekly. I just try to do it every Thursday. <laughs> every Thursday. <laughs> Daisy does drama and it's absolutely hilarious. So I said... We have to take this to the podcast and we're just going to run through some of the dramas that are coming through and give our own our own advice. <laughs> this is like, no one should take our advice. Yeah, I feel we're like just, there needs to be a waiver. <laughs> a waiver yeah. being like, like, honestly, some of the questions, I don't post a lot of them on my Instagram because some of them are really serious and about like medical issues and like... Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, there's so many that I don't post and I'm like... Um, I need some sort of like waiver because they're going to go do something and then be like, I'm going to get sued. Exactly. And I'm gonna be like, oh my God, you weren't actually supposed to take this advice. So yes, yeah, everybody take this with a, a, a pinch of salt. Like, I would never take my advice. Exactly. But it's funny to give it, so that's what we're here for today. Apparently people enjoy it, so... <laughs> yes, yes. I've, I've actually really enjoyed your segment, though, because some of the things that are sent in are absolutely wild. And I know that when we said we were going to do this for the pod, you sent me a few, and I was like, wait, what? When I was scrolling through what you get sent, I'm like, this is insane. Some of yeah. the things that you that you're some hearing. of the weeks aren't that bad and then some are extreme. And what's really strange is I definitely noticed like a theme. So like some weeks are all about shitting and some weeks are all about vomiting. And then some weeks are all about it's really strange because I think someone sees me answer a question and it triggers like a question in them. Yeah. So like they'll see yeah, like you okay. might say, like, oh my boyfriend cheated on me, and then I'll answer that, and then it triggers a load of other people to ask about. So it's really weird and um, how they become into like weekly themes. But yeah, oh I got and I've learned so much. Like obviously I've learned about like the pineapple <laughs> on the door. I learned about the Ashley Madison um accounts. Like there's so many things I'm like, I don't know what this <laughs> is. And then I just Wait, get... what's the pineapple on the door? So apparently is it a pineapple? If you wear a pineapple or you have like a pineapple in your doorstep, you're in, uh, is it you're into, oh fuck, I can't remember. You're into, the unicorn is that you're inviting a woman into your threesome or you're a woman willing to participate in a threesome. So if you wear a unicorn and you're top in a club, you're basically being like, and a fuck a pineapple is a, is it you're willing to, cheese or you're willing i need to google it now oh. something like that anyway it's like some sort of like sex like code yeah but apparently okay. everyone in the world knows this i have no <laughs> idea so if you see don't know. put pineapples on your doorstep or wear pineapples so if you wear pineapple okay. when you go I'm out not clubbing, really one to wear pineapple <laughs> anyway i'm not really a pineapple print kind of gal but good but to just know. so you know just so you know yes, yeah thank you <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's very educational. So anyone who hasn't uh, watched it, um, my Daisy does drama. Yeah, you can learn all sorts of stuff on there. <laughs> yeah, very educational. Well, I'm excited to learn some things today. Let's hit me with the Let's first see. one. So 
I am organizing my 30th birthday trip. Don't want to invite two friends because they will cause drama with paying for the trip. How do I do it without pissing them off? Hmm. Oh my God, that's a hard one. I'm, I feel like you'd be more savage than I would be in this situation. Do you think? No, when it comes to money, money makes me feel really uncomfortable. I'm pretty like, I'm pretty generous when it comes to my money because I would rather pay for someone than to deal with the awkwardness, but I can feel this person's pain. There is nothing worse than somebody who's cheap, who's somebody who's, um, you know, like, like exactly that. Like if you don't want to go to the 30th because of the money, just say, you know, financially, I don't want to go, but I know those people who still go, but still bitch about the price of it the whole time. And obviously this is what he's talking about and why he doesn't want to invite them. Because instead of just saying, I don't want to go, um, yeah, they'll go and they'll just complain the whole time. And that, it it really does make me feel uncomfortable. I would rather pay some, for some, like money is something I just hate talking about. I just find it, I hate cheap people. I hate people who don't pay their rounds. So yeah, this is something I wouldn't be confrontational about. Surprisingly, this is like the one thing that I would kind of duck my head under. I'd kind of just go, oh, please let this be over. I feel similar. I find money very, a very uncomfortable discussion. Um, I had my last birthday that I had, it was in July and I organized this dinner and I had to prepay. Um, it was a big dinner. I had, I invited like 25 people. I had to prepay for everyone. And it I was remember 85. this. I was seeing the Instagram story. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause it was not that long ago. So it was, it was you just 80- come out of lockdown for a little, a little we had break. Like yeah. One, one or two weeks out of lockdown. Then we got locked down again. So, um, it was like, it just happened to fall around my birthday. So it was, perfect and I got to have this awesome birthday dinner but our friends my friends are just notorious for leaving before the bill has been paid and drinks are unpaid and whoever the birthday person is always has to pick up the difference and it'll be hundreds of dollars so this dinner I had to prepay for everyone and it was $85 a head it was 25 people so it was a few thousand dollars a couple thousand and um I have a baby on the way, you know, on a, on a bit of a budget. So I was so anxious and stressed about the whole idea of of this this confrontation that I almost cancelled my whole birthday dinner. It was it was just so uncomfortable for me. So yeah, yeah. I, definitely... I used to be real like that. I used to organise like my friends all know this that I used to you know I turn up in London and in London anything over you know four to six people you have to prepay or you have to put down a credit card deposit or whatever. And um, I would organise a big dinner. And about five years ago, I just stopped doing it. I don't even tell people when I'm in the country. I just turn up if you want to see me you can make the effort, but I don't do the big dinners anymore because that's exactly what was happening. So people were leaving without paying or doing this whole, like my worst pet hate is people keeping their options open. So going, yeah, 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 I'll come. And then the morning of the dinner being like, oh, actually I can't go tonight. And I'm like, you fuckhead. I've just put down a credit card deposit and now I'm the one, you know, picking up the bill. Like, it it honestly drives me crazy. So yeah, I've gotten real 
you know, cutthroat because it's exactly of these situations. I just don't want to, you know, be involved in it. And yeah, know, it's shit because it's this person awkward. obviously wants to enjoy their 30th, but knows that there's going to be drama either by these people coming and complaining or else not inviting them. So I guess, um, I mean, what what's the conclusion? Does he doesn't want to invite them. How does he do it without pissing them off? I don't think there's an option. I think they're going to... I guess if it's you or I, we're just, we're going to be paying for them. Yeah, exactly. So I don't <laughs> so, think our advice... Like uh... we said, don't take our advice. <laughs> yeah, I think... Oh, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I, get... I really think that if it was me, I would just have them there and just bitch about them afterwards. <laughs> <Like> those, <laughs> those cheap bastards. <laughs> Yeah, and then the next year when the birthday rolls around again, you're like, remember last year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're like yeah, an we're... annual bitch fest. <laughs> yeah, so we're pretty useless on that. Sorry. <laughs> so my boyfriend wants to be polyamorous, but I don't. I love him, so I don't really want to break up with him. Help. That is polyamory. Sorry, like is a very two way. I was going to say, like, I think this is just so easy. Like, Yeah, it cannot be one-sided. Yeah, they need to compromise. They need to either, yeah, I like, she can't be polyamorous. Either she, either he has to decide to be monogamous or she has mm. to leave him. Mm. But, yeah, I oh, agree. That sucks. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with you on that one. I don't think she can she can if she doesn't want to be polyamorous like you just can't force yourself to She'd do something insane. like that yeah she would go it would insane. not can you imagine when he first like was with his another person and the feeling that you would feel you feel like yeah. you're being cheated on but you're not supposed to be angry yeah. about it it's it's exactly like yeah. all of my relationships when we're not <laughs> we're not in a relationship so i'm not allowed to be angry about them hooking up with someone else but oh i've been God. sleeping with them for a year so i'm like this is very confusing and they're like you can't be angry at me and i'm like uh those loopholes gotta love it yeah it's exactly it it's a loophole and i honestly think yeah i, I just don't think to see the relationship because he's just gonna resent her if it's something that he really wants mm. Because yeah, it's totally polyamory for someone who is in that mindset. It's already going to have its own challenges. It would have its ups and downs, its ebbs and flows. But that's someone who's already in that mindset. If you're not thinking like that, that is a whole different level of and that's and I think emotional roller coaster. You know, even if he says, "Okay, you know, I'll be monogamous. Like, you know, I want to stay with you. I'll I'll put the polyamory aside." She's always going to think, you know, oh, no, he actually does want to be polyamorous or, he, you know, he's already embedded those thoughts into her. Mm. So, yeah, that's so true. I think that paranoia oh. is always going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote in this. You're going to have to break up with him. Shit. Devastating. That sucks. Oh. Yeah. It's a, hu it's a huge decision. And, yeah, unfortunately, if you can't come to an agreement, it's just not going to it's too big a an issue what about you yeah. what's your uh your vote what's your advice i have to i definitely agree with you on that one you just as painful as it would be it would be far more painful to stay with someone who wants that for their life and you don't 
Um, and you're always going to, if you're not in that mindset as well, I feel like you're going to start taking it personally. Like, am I not enough? Why do you suddenly have these thoughts and feelings? It just Massively. takes you down a really Massively. muddled, confusing mind those thoughts are yeah those thoughts have been embedded into her head already so she's always going to question like i said even if you said okay i'm not going to be polyamorous i'm going to stay monogamous to be with you um and it's to be honest even by her question it kind of sounds like it's not a conversation it's kind of like he wants to be polyamorous but i don't should i break up with him so kind of seems like it's a non-negotiable thing anyway um so yeah i think it's time to leave him before it gets any yeah. harder. So. I actually dated someone briefly who was polyamorous. And because I knew that at the start, I was like, hey, this is something that I could be open to. And then it kind of just fizzled out on its own. So I didn't even go down that path. But when, yeah, that was a discussion that happened before. I think if it's a starting discussion, it's definitely something I could, I mean, I'm such a jealous psycho that I'm not probably couldn't be in a polyamorous (laughs) relationship, but I do respect people who can be, because I think scientifically we aren't built to be monogamous, but Mm. I've been gaslighted and cheated so much in my life um, that I'm completely fucked up. So it's just not, it's just really not an option for me. (laughs) (laughs) um but i do think if it was if it was a discussion at the beginning of a relationship it is something i would be willing to talk about and i think Mm. if for anyone to be in a successful polyamorous relationship i agree it has to be a a conversation at the beginning you can't have that conversation deep into your relationship when you're in love with someone that's no no that's far too much of a head fuck yeah i agree with you for sure i actually only just the other day watched a Louis through documentary on polyamory and a lot of his interviews with some of the people in these relationships some of them hadn't signed up for it like they were in it just because they were along for the ride and they're talking about their challenges and yeah they it's like you could just see they were holding so much back because oh, they there you go. To. Well, this girl can go and watch the Louis Thoreau documentary. Watch the Louis. Yeah, it's maybe that be more insightful than to me and Ali's. <laughs> Not professional. Yeah. Zero knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so no, I'm, I'm on your side with that one. So the next one is. What is the ideal number of times to have sex in a week? Hmm. <laughs> like I actually answered this in my Daisy Just Drama. I don't know if you were shocked at how many times I said. It's like, look, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I have sex three times a year. So I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky for Daniel. <laughs> we were actually, I was out with the walk with my friend and we were talking about the the non-hormonal you know, you know, there's only like two days in a month you can get pregnant and you can obviously track it and um, doing by non-hormonal birth birth planning, um, mm. which is like 98% effective or whatever. But I was like telling my friend, I was like, you know, it is really interesting and I would love to be able to do it, but I only have sex three times a year. So I can't possibly say <laughs> the one time I'm getting laid, be like, oh no, wait, I'm ovulating. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know when I'll have sex again. I'm like, so it's just, yeah, it's a no-go for me. 
<laughs> yeah, I have to, so I just have to stay on the pill. I have to be prepared for all, any, any, I'll never know when it comes, but when it does, I am ready. So, yeah. So I also oh can't God. give advice on this, but, um, yeah, what is the ideal number of times? Well, obviously I'm in a relationship. So I guess you have to factor in, do you have a newborn? Because that definitely kills the sex life for a little bit. Um, but in a normal circumstance where you don't have a newborn living in your room crying and giving you severe sleep deprivation, I think maybe like six times a week, one day off. I would say Okay, people day. are definitely going to freak out at that. You see, you're right, though. There are so many circumstantial things. Because, like, mm. for instance, women in your 30s, like, we're horny all the time. So, yeah. and then their sex drives are at their peak. Sexual, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then's peak is at, like, 18. So, <laughs> we're at very different levels. Um in our 30s, um, which I can very much say by experience, we are definitely at very different levels. Guys <laughs> are like, oh my God, Daisy, get away from me. Like, well, it's just hormones, I'm sorry, it's not my fault. Um, so you're right, and obviously there's so many different factors of, you know, what you're going through in your life at the moment. Um, yeah, so the ideal number, I and mean, that's way too, way too, oh, yeah, that's way too big a broad, Broad oh, spectrum. So broad. I mean, I would be up there with yeah. saying six or seven times a week, but like I said, I have it three times a year, so. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy needs a boyfriend. That's the moral of this story here. Oh, that's pretty funny. A yeah. boyfriend with a very high <laughs> sex drive. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We'll there find we go. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the conclusion to that is well, we'll go with six. But uh, obviously, yeah, way too many factors to consider there. So Thirties, what age you are, mm -hmm. are you in a relationship, are you new in your, your relationship, career. obviously a brand new relationship to, yeah, your career, exactly, you know, how tired you are, I mean, <laughs> how much of a bad mood you're in, yeah, so, <laughs> how much yeah, too, too difficult. <laughs> Yeah, way too difficult. If you're just purely um, having makeup sex, then you've got a problem. Let's just say that. Yeah, although it's the best kind of sex. Well, it's the, the morning best. sex yeah. is good as well. <laughs> oh, I yeah. See, mm, I'm so like funny about morning breath. Like the, even if oh, the really, person just smells great, all. I am just psycho about myself, and I don't think that I'm a smelly type of person. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not. But I just get this severe part, like I can't relax. So wake up in oh, the it morning, doesn't bother I need to get me. up, brush my teeth, and then I'm all for it. Oh, it doesn't bother me at all. And it kind of ruins, it's oh, like a condom, it ruins the moment. You just gotta go with this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, oh, please hold, brush my I teeth. I tell you what, I'll go brush my teeth, you put a condom on, and then we'll meet, and we'll be both be ready. Yeah. I'll meet you here in three minutes. <laughs> Brilliant. So the next one, um, trying to decide if I should pay off my student loan or get a new first car. Hmm. I know what I would say. What would you say? <laughs> I would be like, yeah, I was. I would say pay off your student loan, but I'm really same. Uh, yeah, I'm you very can't live with debt. It's so stressful. Yeah, I'm very boring like that. I don't take risks. I don't live, you know, out of my means. Um. 
yeah, I'm a very much a woman who w- w- lives within my means. So yeah, I, I have no debt. I never have. Uh, yeah. yeah, I definitely pay off your student loan and yeah, you just wait for your car. And then when you get your car, you can fully enjoy it. Yeah. And you feel like you've earned it as well. Just, I find having debt. So I'm a bit the opposite to you. I had to learn how bad debt was because when I was about 20 years old, I got a credit card and I went ballistic. I was like, oh, shopping really? by all these designer clothes, like all of my bills, my petrol, everything I just put on my credit card and I used my pay just for whatever, like going out. I used my pay for like going out and partying and... And what would happen? So you get your credit card bill and then you kind of, you were like, fuck, how do I pay this? Or... Yeah. So I would just, I was completely... I'd completely lose track of what my expenses were. I didn't have any sort of a budget. I just thought that I could afford everything. I had a hot outfit every week when I'd go out. I'd wear, like, designer clothes all the time. And I couldn't afford that. I worked in a tanning salon. Like, I was not rich. And I had, like, I always lived in nice apartments. I wanted to have, like, Nice furniture. I've heard a few few of my friends have gone through the same thing. Like I've had friends who went through, I don't know if you have it in Australia, you probably do. Um, You know, those ads, which I actually think they might be banned now. You know, those quick loans where the interest is so Mm, high. You call up and you get... I was close to going for one of those ones to pay off my credit. Yeah, well, that my friend got into a really bad situation with that. And it's, you know, you you borrow 300 euro, but the interest is so insane. And she was Mm. doing that. And I had, I was shocked and I'd heard a few people and I'm so grateful because my dad has always like, you know, I got my first job at 16 um, because actually I, I wanted to go to Spain with my friends. My parents were like, right, well, if you get a job and you pay for it, you can go. Not in a million years did they actually think I was going to go get a job and (laughs) actually pay for it. And I actually, they were like, it was super impressive. I don't remember this. They tell me the story. They were like, it was so impressive. You went, printed out a CV, went to the local news agents, got yourself a job, saved up a thousand pounds, and we matched it because we were literally that in shock. They were like, we did not intend to go to Spain in 16, but they were like, well, she's proved it. Like, if she's responsible enough to go get a job and, and save up, she can go. But I've been taught from really, really young age about, um, yeah, debt and money. And, you know, I have a credit card now, but purely to get my credit ratings up. So I very rarely use it. I just have it. Um, so, yeah, I've been really lucky, but I was really shocked because it's one of these things that I just presumed everybody else was like me. And then the more mm. I talk to people like you, I never knew that about you. That's so scary. And I guess yeah, it's a, well, I mean, it's a hard I was very young. Yeah, I was. That was when I was about twenty, and at about twenty-five, I was in a quite a deep amount of debt. Yeah, and I have never looked back. Once I paid all that off, I worked really hard. I was. I've always been a very hard worker. I've always worked at least two jobs at a time, um, and I just worked my guts out. And I paid it all off, and I don't have any debt I go roughly how much way. debt were you in um I was in hmm, I was in about $30,000 debt yeah <laughs> credit card yeah I think it was like just under that so, there was something around that it was yeah. it's so it was, scary though because at 18 you obviously can go out and get a credit card and this is what's so mm-hmm. you know 
and like it always frustrates me about mortgages and stuff because I can't get a mortgage because I don't have a contract, but I have such a healthy, you know, attitude towards money. You know, I have a solid career. So I've got a lot of savings and I can't get one. And yet, you know, anybody else can go get one um, who can't afford it and who doesn't have a healthy relationship with money. Um, and same with like 20 year olds. It's it's super scary. And we'll you haven't learned your for... lessons yet either. Like you haven't learned how to budget. You haven't learned... You haven't lived, like, I moved out of home when I was 17 years old, so I was always, I was always paying rent, so I was always struggling to kind of get on top anyway, so I'd never really learned about the feeling of putting money away, investing money, I wasn't at that stage, and I had this credit card, and they, they just kept offering me higher limit, higher limit, because I was paying it off, and then eventually I wasn't paying and then I got another credit card uh, to cover that one. Oh, wow. And then it just snowballed. It was so bad. My dad has always instilled in me really good money values and it just didn't it didn't it didn't have any impact on me until after. And that's when I was like, oh this is why my dad taught me this. Mm -hmm. So now I'm really good. But back then, I yeah. just went rogue. But I looked so hot at the club. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Um... I had nothing to show for it. Nothing. It was really quite... It was a sad feeling. When I looked back and I realized I had absolutely nothing. I had no investments. I... You know, I had just a bunch of nice clothes. And... Yeah, but these are all, you know, I'm the same. I, you know, the things I wish I did with my money, um, you know, in the last 10 years. But, I mean, we yeah. all kind of have to live and learn these things. But great memories. Great memories. Great memory. Um, so, yeah, so we, you know, you know, not the word. We both agree um, that you should pay off your loan. <laughs> yes, pay off that loan. <laughs> Oh, so this is a good one. This is pretty fucked up. Um, so the next one is my. Okay, now you're ready. You have to concentrate hard for this. Okay. Okay. My ex is now my stepmom and is getting divorced to marry my brother. What do I call her? Okay, my ex is my stepmom, and she's the stepmom's getting divorced to marry her brother. What? To marry like oh. his brother. What? See, sometimes okay, I'm like, so are these real? That... I'm like, somebody's taking the piss out of me. Like, this cannot be real. My so God. he went what from being his her? girlfriend to marrying his dad to being with stepmom to then going to getting divorced to being his sister-in-law. Or, yeah, her, his sister-in-law. Oh, that's, my God. That's just incestuous to another level. That's I don't too know much. If this is real. I don't know. Well, that's that's the royal family. That's, that's <laughs> too much. <laughs> yeah, I guess he calls her a sister-in-law if he gets married to his brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll roll with that. That's that's just. I've, I mean, how would the relationship dynamics have gone from stepmom to married? I can't wrap my head around Yeah, it always just freaks me out that it's just the sex part. I'm like, you know what it was like sleeping with your step... No, absolutely not. Not okay with this. I'm... <laughs> yeah, I always think... have to legal somewhere. I, there, it has to be. You'd <laughs> always think, was there an attraction in the household? When they're all, I mean, if they were. Well, that's it. it. Yeah, that's what you, you think about. Wonder. You're like, when you were sleeping with me, were you thinking about my dad? 
And then when you're thinking about my dad, were you thinking about now? They they all need to go to therapy. That's my advice. Yeah. Go to therapy and you call her sister in law. Or you just don't call any I don't know. Too fucked up. No, not we're not okay. We're okay. me and Ali don't approve. No, um, not approved. <laughs> ooh, so the next one. My boyfriend of two years broke up and the last thing he said was don't fuck my friends. See, I, I know what I would do straight away. I would literally go walk out the door and go fuck his friend. I am extremely spiteful when it comes to <laughs> friend fucking my exes. So have you done it before? Yes. Oh my God, fuck you. I've done it a few times. Um, once I did start dating the guy, it was great. I, yeah, I turned up in Antigua and I was like, I am going to fuck you to get back on my ex. Um, and we you did. You told him? No, I did it in my head. Oh, okay. No. Okay. But it was obvious. Like, <laughs> I met him through my ex. Um, but we did start dating, and I really liked him. So it actually worked out. Well, it didn't work out because we broke up, but um, I did really like him. And uh, yeah, he. I mean, the other guy was an asshole. So I, I mean, I thought I was being really smart and being like, yeah, I'm going to fuck your friend. But I really don't think the guy gave a shit. So I've done it a few times. <laughs> because yachting is obviously really, really small. Um, mm. So unfortunately... Speaking of ancestral. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately it does happen. I have purposely gone out to sleep with someone to piss them off. But I've also done mm-hmm. it unintentionally as well. Just that you get such good friends with people. Unfortunately, things happen. But yeah, I'm mm. a very, yeah, like I said, I'm a very, very big spite fucker. So uh, yeah, don't, <laughs> I would, yeah, I would literally go well, do that. You and I, I think we've agreed on every drama so far, but I am the opposite. I am just, I'm not a spite fucker, that's for sure. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, Maybe I just haven't had the opportunity, but I've had, I've had some shitty boyfriends and yeah, no, I haven't done that before. And I sort of, I think that every time I've been in a relationship with someone, I know that their friends are similar to the boyfriend that you're with, but usually I want to be with someone who's completely different to the ex-boyfriend because like, I want nothing to do with that past relationship. So that's kind of, I'll go down, like, a totally different path. Yeah, I do um, mind, like, in a quiet, like, definitely in a, when I, like, spite fucked, it's been, definitely been in a very unhealthy, like, a very, like, in the beginning <laughs> of the breakup. Not, like, six months to a year later when I'm over it. It's more like when yeah. I'm not thinking clearly. And it's weird because I'm not a very spiteful person. But I think these people have treated me so badly that I'm like, yeah. You've had go a lot of fuck bad yourself. Life. Yeah. So, so yeah. But it's very much when I'm in that state of like not thinking clearly and being like, how can I hurt this person the way they've hurted me? And it's and it is very much like you think I'm not good enough for you, I'll fucking show you. And <laughs> but they never seem scared. They genuinely don't give a fuck. They broke up with you me sure for a reason. Him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did work out at the time when I actually started dating that guy and I did actually really like him. Um so that worked out <laughs> oh, for good. only lasted a few months. But yeah. Um yeah, I say I well obviously we're yeah, we're gonna agree to disagree on this one. I say yeah, go fuck his so. friends and you say Yeah, no, you say go away. for it. I say run, run, run far away. <laughs> um oh this one's quite sad and in love with my housemate said he well yeah i feel like i can relate to this in love with my housemate said he loves me too but more like a sister ended up in bed together confused oh 
That is confusing. That sucks. Yeah, that Why is Why would he confusing. want to fuck his sister? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he just wanted to get his dick wet. But I hate, I'm like, you can't it was say to someone, I love you like a sister, but I'm going to fuck you. I'm like, you're, you have issues. You need to go to therapy. And she knows that she likes yeah. him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She. That's not cool. Yeah, I think she basically said, I love you. And he turned around and said, I love you too, but more like a sister. But then they still ended up in bed together. No, it's not cool. It's like you said, he wanted to get his dick wet, knew that she was vulnerable. Um, mm. took advantage of her and mm-hmm. is clearly not going to commit to her being in a relationship with her. So if I wish I could take my own advice and I suggest you leave, move out um, and move on because he is never going to give you what you want. And it's also not a very nice thing to do, especially to somebody you apparently loves like a sister. Is that the way you treat your sister? Like play with her feelings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not fair. Yeah, I agree. Move out. I mean, the housemate dynamic, the line has been crossed. You shouldn't shit where you eat. Um, It's just, it's too messy now. And if the feelings for her are that strong, she's going to find it pretty hard to live with him. it's going to be painful. I've been in that situation. It's not fun, so. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, be brave. Be brave. Cut him out of your life, and in six months you'll be able to be friends again. But yeah, be brave. Be braver than I. Be braver than I ever will be because I can't <laughs> get people out of my life because I've abandoned my issues. But that's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. So this is about you guys, not me. Yeah. So, oh, this one's weird. <laughs> the guy I'm seeing has started yelling bullseye during sex. I would run what? a mile. I literally, this makes what? me feel sick. Yeah. No. No. Yuck. Oh, I don't care can't. how much I love you. If you start pulling weird shit like that in bed, you're right. I can't. That is there the is... most unsexy thing I have ever heard. I honestly would, I would put up with cheaters. I would put up with manipulators. I will put up with gaslighting. I will put up with so much fucking shit. That is something I would so quickly get the That's ick. where we draw the line. <laughs> I'd be like, please emotionally abuse me for years. Please say bullseye turns sex. You are out. <laughs> Oh, and literally, I literally have shivers yeah, down no. my chest right now. Oh, no, sex is something no, that's that is so not. important to me. Like, it's anything remotely unsexy, which is just, I've said this before, I think it's during our pop porn podcast. I have had guys smile at me during sex so many times, and I, I give again. I've got, like, honestly, all the hairs on my chest and my back are sticking up. If that's what that is on that level. <laughs> Nobody smiled during sex. It's fucking weird. Bullseye weird. Yeah. But I want to know, like, the expression. Is it like, bullseye? Or is it like a little bullseye? I'm imagining, I'm imagining that the first one, like, bullseye. Like, yeah. Yeah, like a real bro. A real real bro chacho. The thing sometimes we do when we're, like, orgasming. I think like everyone, whether you're man or a woman, you know, obviously pulls a face or makes a noise that we kind of don't almost have control over. So I'm imagining that might, maybe he doesn't even realize he does it. It's like, yeah, bullseye. Oh my God. That's his like reaction. He's like sexual instinctive reaction. 
Yeah, my so my advice would be is to get out of that. (laughs) You can't have a lifetime of bullseye. I'm not even sure it's something. Can you talk to somebody about that? Yeah, I think I would just leave. I don't even think I can have that conversation. Yeah. So we agree with that. Dump him. Where I'm in agreement with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute deal breaker. No bullseye. So this is how much? How much time do we have? Time We've probably me. got time for one more. One more, okay. Um, so I went to text a friend how annoying this one girl was. I sent it to her. <gasps> I had did this the other day. <laughs> did she? I've done this several times, not recently though, because I'm a I'm... psycho. You do it once <laughs> and you you're never gonna do it again. Yeah, I've I've done it quite a few times as well. Um, So I did this the other day. My friend posted an Instagram story and (laughs) I went to send it to someone else and bag her for the story. I was like, um, she had someone, she had one of our other friends. So she had an injury, um, a back injury. And she had one of our other friends cleaning her house for her. And... This friend is notorious for being a little bit dramatic about, you know, if she gets a cough, she will hear about it for a week. Like she's, if she has any ailment whatsoever, she just craps on and on. And you can't give her sympathy because she milks it so hard. So anyway, she had this back injury. She had our friend cleaning her house, like full on scrubbing the floors, like literally like sorting, organizing her cupboards. Put it up on an Instagram story. So I, I sent the story to another friend and I was like, oh my God, why is she getting him to do this? Doesn't she have a housemate that can help her? She's so desperate or whatever for attention. I sent it to her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm literally, it's giving me instant anxiety. I know. And she said, okay, I don't know how this happened. And I'm such a shit person for this because I just let this go. Um, so then she replied, she goes, oh no, I do have a housemate. Um, she goes, I do have a housemate, but she didn't, um, she doesn't help me with things. Like she's so shit. And I was like, oh yeah, she's so, your housemate's so shit. Just... <laughs> so brilliant. So she didn't talk that you were like bitching <laughs> about her. On. And I just, and I just went along with it. I was like, you poor thing. Your housemate sucks. I can't believe she's not helping you. Oh. And I just, I just let it go. I'm going to get terrible karma for that. Cause I felt like such a bitch. And I was like, this is my sign from the universe to say, can you not bitch about your friends when they're injured? Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, okay, I admit it. Oh, everyone's done it, though. Everyone has. One, everybody bitches. Two, everybody has sent a message to somebody that they shouldn't have. And, you know, I'm yet to meet somebody who hasn't done that or somebody who doesn't bitch. And people who don't bitch are weird. Yeah. 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 We We have to bet sometimes. Sometimes it's not our side well but... i feel like we need a uh like a follow-up to this it's hard to give advice we need to know what was said we need to know what the mm. girl how she reacted like was she like your friend where she didn't cop on what was going on you know did she ignore it did her friend confront her because it's just as awkward for the other person mm. so like you oh, can't yeah. for the other person they can't what do you say? yeah have you like... ever been on the receiving end of something like that I Ooh, haven't actually. I don't know if I, I actually, 
I actually don't think I have. I've definitely done it a few times, maybe at least, at least twice, if not three or four times. I'm not sure if I've ever been on the receiving end, but I definitely know I'd feel really uncomfortable. Because <laughs> you can't really call somebody out for not liking you or for bitching about you. Like, it's I more, like, you can't be like, your opinion's wrong. And like, well, I thought you were being yeah. not that Would nice. Would you just leave them on red and let them stew over it? Sit on, sit on the other end and be like, Oh my god, she's read it, but she hasn't said anything. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that would be torture. I would die. Yeah, like, that I would be sick. torture. When I did that the other day, my stomach flipped. I felt sick. I was like, "No, what have I done?" And oh my god, I just managed to get away with it. I'm such a shit person for just letting, <laughs> letting that go. <laughs> Well, if this girl listens to this podcast, we need a follow up. We need to know what was said. Yeah. You know how you dealt with it because it's it's hard to give advice there. Yeah, you you, mm. you, you we kind of have to. It's kind of like chess. You kind of have to wait for the next person to make the move until you can decide what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Well, regardless, um, I'm sure it's going to happen again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just everybody watching. Take your time writing your messages. Instagram's yeah. Instagram's dangerous like that though because there's been a few times that you you tr- go to send somebody else's story or you think you're passing it on, um, and you're actually replying to the person. Yeah, because um, the arrow is right next to the. Box. Yeah, because I've had that now. Nothing bitchy, but I've had people um set, trying to send my story to someone else or thinking that they're like or no what what sorry what's happened is is a friend has written a friend has sent my story not my friend like a, a randomer has sent my story to somebody else like for one instance it was about my my lipstick it was it was a nice compliment they had sent the story to their friend and then their friend was thought they were replying back to the girl and said oh red lipstick looks really good on her but actually it sent oh. it to me so it wasn't a bad thing but it's so easily done so yeah, yeah, be careful with the Instagram. The only Instagram stories got caught I out know. there. And we're just, we've got like lightning fingers when we're on the old Insta. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Well, this has been, we could go on for I know, days. I feel like we'll have, we'll to, have do to do another, another segment. segment. Yeah. It's quite fun. Stuff. It is fun, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying it. Cool. We covered some some really gripping topics here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, keep in the Daisy the Daisy dramas. Do it every Thursday, and yeah, we'll definitely have to do another segment on here. So, um, yeah, yes, cool. for sure. Uh, hopefully, our advice, yeah. like so we say, sure. take a take it with a pinch of salt. Don't sue us, Anna. We <laughs> <laughs> hope it helps. Yeah, definitely do what we wouldn't do, but then don't even do that. <laughs> Go to your mom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening and make sure you rate um, and send us some reviews. Send us some feedbacks. We would love to hear. We really, really want to know. So rate and review and we'll see you next time on the podcast. Bye. Bye.